guys, it's Meg from Plan Hat. We were lucky enough to have Steve Lucas, the new CEO of Marketo, take the time to speak to us over the phone and tell us a little bit about Marketo, what to expect to see with him as the new CEO, and about customer success at Marketo. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day for talking to us and talking to us, Steve. And congratulations on your 100-day mark. Thank you. Um, so we just wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, Marketo and customer success at Marketo. Um, and so our first question is just, can you tell us a little bit about you, your background, um, your 25 years of experience in the business? Um, yes, absolutely. And uh, thank you for uh, having me on. This is uh, it's exciting to talk to you guys. And it has been an uh, unbelievable and euphoric first 100 days for me here at Marketo, uh, being the, the, the new CEO. Um, my background's uh, really I think entirely pointed me towards and led me towards this culmination moment in my own career, becoming the CEO. I've been in enterprise software for certainly over 20 years, almost 25, as you said, and um, really it, it spans some amazing companies. Uh, Marketo, obviously, uh, SAP, where I ran the largest division, the platform organization at SAP for the past uh, seven, almost eight years. I was at Salesforce.com prior to that, then an analytics organization called Business Objects, and prior to that, Microsoft. So I've had a, a, just an unbelievable uh, fun run in enterprise software and learned a lot along the way. And uh, the other thing that I think has probably been the secret to my success is uh, a 23-year uh, marriage to an amazing woman and uh, my two fantastic kids that have been incredibly patient while I logged 4.1 million miles on United Airlines. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That is that is really great. That's awesome, though. Um, got a lot of benefits out of that, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. No, anybody in my family flies for free pretty much forever now. So. <laughs> oh, I would if I yeah, I would appreciate that as your kid. I'd be like, well, maybe you know, Europe, right? Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. So I guess you know, coming from a tech giant like SAP, what influenced your decision to join Marketo as the new CEO? Well, I think there's two or three things. I mean, one, the personal desire to uh, be the CEO of a billion-dollar software company has been a high desire of mine. And, you know, I think everybody wants to make their own personal dent in the universe, and, and that's been the notion behind mine. And Marketo is uh, probably going to be about a 325 to $350 million organization this year, and so we're well on our way to a billion dollars with high growth aspirations, and it'll take us a few years to get there, but I believe we absolutely will get there in fairly short order. So that's been somewhat you know, personally satisfying for me to fulfill a lifelong dream. But more importantly, I mean, coming from SAP to Marketo, the big question I had in my mind was, will I have the same level of access to executives at uh, prospects and customers that you did at SAP? Um, you know, you... SAP just has a certain level of cachet, and what I've been thrilled to discover at Marketo is it's just such a well-known brand, especially in the world of marketing, that uh, whether a chief marketing officer uses Marketo or not, they're always willing to take your call, and that, that's meaningful to me because you can have a really, I think, deep and powerful conversation with the chief marketing officer, marketing executives and practitioners about what they think the future of marketing is and what our view of the future of marketing is, is as well. And um, 
The, the third thing I will tell you is it's an amazing technology. Before I joined the company, I called over 20 customers and just talked to them, listened, and heard uh, you know, kind of the uh, central theme over and over again, which was we love Marketo, we love the product, um, you, you, you'll take it out of, you know, you'll have to rip it out of my fingers, so to speak. <laughs> and uh, I, I was really encouraged to hear that because oftentimes the, the, that kind of passion and love for a technology, that's tough to, to engineer. It's something that sometimes that magic just happens and Marketo has that magic. So really it's the culmination of a number of things that, that led me to this point and in the 100 plus days that I've been here now, it's it's done nothing except reinforce the, the good decision I made. Yeah, I mean, what's the most exciting thing that's happened in your first 100 days, you think? That hard oh, answer? my goodness. There's <laughs> been so many exciting things in the first 100 days. Um, probably first and foremost was the realization that I underestimated the opportunity. Mm -hmm. oh, probably okay. the biggest thing. I think that, you know, I felt there was a big opportunity. The, you know, marketing technology landscape is growing rapidly, just in general. And that's, that's always good, you know, the, the kind of all boats, you know, rise when, you know, with the tide kind of a thing. But what I realized was Marketo has been transitioning in the background from, hi, we are a marketing automation technology to, hi, we are an engagement platform that yes, of course, enables you to become more efficient and automate many of your marketing activities, but an engagement platform is much more profound and deeper. It enables the marketer to orchestrate everything in marketing, whether or not Marketo actually delivers it, because we have uh, conveniently uh, so over 650 third-party ISVs that have integrated with the Marketo platform. So we have our platform, we have our own native marketing applications like marketing automation, web personalization, account-based marketing, and on and on. And then we have over 650 third-party applications that directly integrate with our platform. And so when you take that solution to the marketer and really deliver the message that you know, heretofore you haven't had a real platform, you've had a bunch of different unintegrated technologies, and we're bringing you the first real platform for the marketer, what we call the engagement platform, that message resonates deeply for the marketer. And I underestimated that. And I think it's been something that um, I have realized has created uh, really a, a, a disproportionately large opportunity for Marketo. Okay, wow, thank you. Um, and so, I guess, can you tell our listeners a little bit um, about what to expect from you at Marketo these next or this these next coming years? What plans do you kind of have? Well, one is unequivocally innovation. We will mm -hmm. lead through innovation, without a doubt. That's first and foremost. I think Marketo has been known as the innovator in the space since the day it was uh, formed. I mean, Marketo is credited largely as really creating, and I don't want to take too much credit like we invented the internet or anything, <laughs> but really creating the marketing automation space, so to speak. And I think that there's a lot of, uh, there, you know, uh, credible, you know, kind of uh, evidence to, to point to that. And so Marketo has continued to innovate with the introduction of uh, predictive and artificial intelligence in our platform. And then obviously innovating vis-a-vis -vis just having a platform, innovating through, um, as I said, our, uh, our 
you know, ISV innovation space with over the, six, the 650 that we have, and also innovating in terms of community. So um, the one thing that I, I discovered very quickly at Marketo is we have an online community of over 100,000 marketers we call the Marketing Nation that participate in exchanging ideas, best practices, and it's a really vibrant community, and I love that. So innovation comes in all forms, community, um, platform, new technologies, and the like. So that, that's certainly one thing that I think people can expect or, or continue to expect is ongoing innovation, in fact, breakthrough innovation like never before from Marketo. That's one. Two is a big push to help the, the marketer kind of reduce the noise of the over 4,500 different marketing technologies that are available in the MarTech space today and let us bring the platform to them that's going to enable to simplify their lives by orchestrating marketing. So I think they can expect that as well. But also really helping the marketer lead this notion of digital transformation within their organizations. I believe that we are in this new era that I refer to as the engagement economy, where you and I as consumers or uh, you and I as buyers at businesses, we don't want to be marketed to. We want to be engaged with, and there is a profound difference. So we're actually, uh, I'm literally writing a book called The Engagement Economy, and uh, that book is all about how marketers can engage it with, uh, with businesses, so B2B marketing, mm -hmm. as well as engaging with consumers in uh, B2C and what we would call B2C considered purchase. So I think that you know, ultimately marketers can expect innovation, they can expect standardization and scale through our new platform, which we just released the, the new high scale back end. And then they can expect thought leadership, including this new notion of the engagement economy. Wonderful. I'm going to have to check that book out when you're done with it. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Plan Hat, we are a customer success platform. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about customer success and um, get your thoughts on it. Um, and, I guess my first question would be, how do you, uh, what do you think about creating a culture that's focused on making customers successful? Well, I, I mean, I think especially in the world of the cloud, customer success is, um, it is the do or die. Mm -hmm. It really is, ultimately. <laughs> the, the reality is, is that uh, we live in a world where we can turn on or turn off services like we do a light switch. Yeah. And if a customer is not successful, if, and, and, and I believe success begins uh, with uh, you know, that, that very first conversation and it's a lifetime relationship, there is no end to a customer success kind of relationship. It, it, it never ends, just like mm -hmm. engaging with the customers never ends. And I, I certainly think what you guys do with your customer success platform is well aligned with what Marketo delivers on the customer engagement or engagement platform. Mm -hmm. And um, the reality is, is that, uh, you know, I think for anyone that wants to win in this new world, if you're not engaged with your customers at all times, if you mm -hmm. are not delivering to them a, a sense of a winning relationship uh, for the customer that uh, they know that they are successful with their, you know, your product, your service, your platform, whatever it may be, then it's just too easy in this world for them to turn your service off and go somewhere else. And so that, to me, pronounces the need for customer success in this, this world that we live in. 
Certainly, yes. Um, and then, so do you have any key strategies for scaling a customer success organization? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it, so first and foremost, it really begins with alignment. You know, customer success is not something that is just a group. At Marketo, we have a customer success team. And, you know, I, I will tell you what keeps me awake at night is worrying about making sure that customer success is not just looked at as a group within mm -hmm. an organization. Customer success is a mandate of everyone's, number one. So that's the developer, that's the salesperson, that's whoever is taking a support call, and yes, of course, the customer success manager. Um, I view our customer success organization as kind of a uh, linchpin, so to speak, where they operate and orchestrate uh, the, the notion of customer success across the entire organization. But um, if you look at Marketo, one of the things that I have done for our organization as a whole is I've mandated customer success metrics in everyone's compensation plan. Oh, so it's wow. not something okay. that one person thinks about. I mean, as in each compensation plan, um, if it's if you're a developer or if you are a CSM, how do those differ? Like, are, are you using the same exact success metrics or different ones? Um, if you don't uh, mind well, I think you have to use, so, so there's certain ones that you can use that are standardized across, you know, all, all customers. I think certain measures like a net promoter score, which is a very standard accepted, you know, kind of uh, measure within the industry, it's something that you can apply across everyone's compensation plans. But mm -hmm. when you get into uh, customer success vis-a-vis -a, -vis a developer versus uh, someone in support, for example, you're going to have to use the relative metrics that, uh, that, are, that are kind of apropos to that role. And in development, I'll give you a case in point. Um, developers should, in my mind, be compensated on adoption. Mm -hmm. The reality is, is that you have to build technology such that it engages the customer and they want to use the product. They want to use the features that you are building. And it's fairly easy in a SaaS world to measure adoption. It really is. And it's also easy to incent people to build um, desire and uh, interest and love into the product. Those are, I believe, absolutely quantifiable things. Um, and it, it's just something that, you, you, you know, as a, as a CEO of an engagement organization, as we are, um, I often use the, you know, the metaphor that, uh, you know, this is why marriages begin with engagements. Because <laughs> they're, they're, you know, that's, uh, the, the reality is, is that the engagement is, is something that, frankly, if you're going to have a successful marriage, the engagement never stops. True. And that's, yeah. <laughs> that's it across the org. Thank you. Um yeah, uh, so I guess there. this kind of leads into the next question because there are obviously like a number of teams, like you said, the customer support services. Um, how do you get them to work together? Like how do you, um, as like your developers and the CSM or the customer success team, how do you encourage them to work together and how often like or how close are they um, in like their everyday work lives to make sure that the customer is successful? Right. Well, I think first and foremost is that you have to elevate customer success to the right level within an organization. So customer success today reports directly into our chief, chief operating officer. That's okay. number one. Number two is our chief operating officer has oversight across the entire organization to ensure that from support, from services, from sales, from uh, development, that all customer feedback 
um, rolls up to one person, in this case our chief operating officer, and then ensures that that feedback is then directed to not just our customer success organization, but also collected and directed back into the organization. So there has to be a, you know, a kind of a linchpin within the organization, someone who is ultimately tasked with ensuring customer success across a broad range of all of your businesses. Any company in the, in the world, it really doesn't matter, is you know, going to have some notion of lines of business. You're going to have sales. You're going to have HR. You're going to have R&D. And I am, you know, certainly not a, a, you know, proposing that those things go away. But I do believe that you have to have a, a person in the organization that is empowered to take feedback from the customer success organization and drive that into the product roadmap or drive that into the support organization. So it's got to be very, very fluid. And I think the more siloed um, approach that you have and the more uh, separate groups that you have in an organization where you're, you're lacking that single person that can you know, learn on the left-hand side and then drive those you know, learnings into new business processes, um, I think that you're going to be extraordinarily challenged. And we, we have a mantra here at Marketo. It's called listen, learn, and engage. And that is actually a prescription to our marketers, our customers for success is if you want to succeed in the world of uh, marketing and engagement, it's simple. Listen to your customers across all of your channels, digital, analog, and otherwise. Take that data and learn what your customers want, what they need, and then re-engage with them on a continuous basis through the very self-same channels that you're learning or listening from. And that listen, learn, and engage can be implied or, or applied internally as well. We use our own technology, our own Marketo implementation to listen to our customers and help us support them better. So if we have someone uh, out on uh, Twitter or on Facebook, for example, and they post something about Marketo, we hear about it instantly. And we can direct all of that information because we have an engagement platform to our customer success team as well. So, you know, there's different things that we do. And certainly, you know, there's other technologies, again, what, what you guys produce, um, which I think is fantastic, that also enable the coordination of these kinds of organizations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and so with a large customer base and new product lines coming, can you tell us about your strategies for growing your accounts? And, um, like, I'm not customer success obviously plays a huge part in that, but um, what are some of your strategies for growing um, those accounts? Uh, just in terms of account growth? Yes. Um, well, I think that, you know, there's, first of all, I believe that account growth comes through adoption, ultimately. The, the reality, you know, you, you can walk into two different types of cloud organizations. You can walk into companies that believe Adoption is a function of renewals and sales, or you can uh, walk into companies that believe that sales and renewals are a function of adoption. I <laughs> subscribe to the latter theory, which is that uh, sales and renewals, uh, positive growth, are a function of adoption. If customers are happy, if they are using your technology, if they're engaged with your organization, ultimately they will purchase more ultimately, they will expand their footprint. And we have seen that success uh, model proven over and over and over again. And so for Marketo, really it comes down to, uh, as I said, we'll, we'll focus on innovation, clearly. 
But just because we can build something interesting that excites our customer doesn't guarantee success. It doesn't. You have to have an organization that is empowered to enable the, the you know, customer or potential customer to adopt and succeed. If you do those things, then ultimately additional revenue, um, high customer retention and renewal, those things will follow as critical metrics. But I think it just all gets back to the thesis that adoption begets revenue, not the other way around. Thank you so much. And I know we only have a couple more minutes with you, um, but I just want to ask for all the staff companies listening uh, to take note, what is the Steve Lucas recipe for success? <laughs> Steve Lucas recipe for success. Um, love what you do. Love your technology. Love your solution and love your customers. If you're passionate about your customers winning, if you're passionate about the technology that your company is building, the solution that you have, and you really, at your core, carry that passion and love to your customers and carry that customer, you know, kind of care back to your product team. And, and you are, I, I know this is going to sound a little uh, cliche to say, you know, that, that customer love is what it's all about, but isn't it, isn't it really <laughs> about ensuring the success of your customer and making sure that they know that you care about mm -hmm. their success? You share their values for growth. If you can demonstrate that at scale to your customers, which is tough to do, it is tough to do, but if you can demonstrate that, people will gravitate towards your company, your product, your solution, your offering, whatever. And I believe that it, it is, um, you know, obviously there, there are, are many more ingredients to success, but if you can be that passionate uh, leader in any organization, um, passionate for your customers and passionate about your solution, then so many other things will follow. Uh, great people will join your organization. Uh, you know, customers will rely on you to ensure their success. So I, I really begin and end with customer love and passion and then passion for what you do. And I will say the, the other, you know, kind of uh, ingredient for success in my world, um, and I learned this lesson over the you know, the past 20 years is be relevant. Your customers need you to be relevant to what they are working on. There are so many companies out there that are so wrapped up in the technology that they're building that they forget to ask customers, what are they interested in? What do they need? They're so focused, these, these you know, there's so many of these SaaS companies that are focused on being buzzword compliant or finding the most edgy buzzword and uh, you know selling a new technology that ultimately may not help the customer that may not be adopted and so uh, you know just to recap i mean if you can be that passionate person if you can bring you know that equation for customer love to the table but you know ultimately you can be relevant to your customer at all times know them know what they care about and focus on that you will win Thank you. So that was a fabulous answer. Um, thank you so much. I mean, I know we have like probably three minutes left, but um, I mean, 
thank you so much again for talking to us. And um, we really look forward to following Marketo in the years to come and having you as their CEO. And um, again, thank you so much for this interview. It was fabulous. Oh, it's my pleasure. We, we love what you guys do as well. And we look forward to working together and um, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much, Steve. All right. Take care. <laughs> you too. Thanks again so much, everyone, for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our channels. You can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes by searching the Customer Success Channel. Uh, you can also find us, you know, by searching Plant Hat. And don't forget to share it with your friends, whoever's interested in customer success. And we'll talk to you again next week.